help for it. Duty before everything. I snatch up the most necessary drugs and set off. Will you believe it? I only just managed to get there at all. The road was infernal. Streams, snow, watercourses, and the dike had suddenly burst there. That was the worst of it. However, I arrived at last. It was a little thatched house. There was a light in the windows. That meant they expected me. I was met by an old lady, very venerable, in a cap. Save her, she says. She's dying. I say, please, don't distress yourself. Where is the invalid? Come this way. I see a clean little room, a lamp in the corner, on the bed, a girl of twenty, unconscious. She was in a burning heat and breathing heavily. It was fever. There were two other girls, her sisters, scared and in tears. Yesterday, they tell me, she was perfectly well and had a good appetite. This morning, she complained of her head, and this evening, suddenly, you see like this. I say again, please, don't be uneasy. It's a doctor's duty, you know. And I went up to her and bled her, told them to put on a mustard plaster and prescribed a mixture. Meantime, I looked at her. I looked at her, you know, there, by God, I'd never seen such a face— She was a beauty, in a word. I felt quite shaken with pity. Such lovely features, such eyes. But thank God she became easier. She fell into perspiration, seemed to come to her senses, looked round, smiled, and passed her hand over her face. Her sisters bent over her. They ask, how are you? All right, she says, and turns away. I looked at her. She had fallen asleep. Well? I say, now the patient should be left alone. So we all went out on tiptoes. Only a maid remained, in case she was wanted. In the parlour there was a samovar standing on the table, and a bottle of rum. In our profession one can't get on without it. They gave me tea, and asked me to stop the night. I considered, where could I go, indeed, at that time of night? The old lady kept groaning, what is it? I say, she will live, don't worry yourself. You had better take a little rest yourself. It is about two o'clock. But will you send to wake me if anything happens? Yes, yes. The old lady went away, and the girls, too, went to their own rooms. They made up a bed for me in the parlour. Well, I went to bed, but I couldn't get to sleep for a wonder, for in reality I was very tired. I couldn't get my patient out of my head, and uh, at last I couldn't put up with it any longer. I got up suddenly. I think to myself, I'll go and see how the patient is getting on. Her bedroom was next to the parlour. Well, I got up and gently opened the door. How my heart beat at that moment. I looked in. The servant was asleep, her mouth wide open, and even snoring, the wretch. But the patient lay with her face towards me, and her arms flung wide apart, poor girl, I went up to her, when suddenly she opened her eyes and stared at me. Who is it? Who is it? I was in confusion. Don't be alarmed, madam. I say, I am the doctor. I've come to see how you feel. You, the doctor? Yes, the doctor. Your mother sent for me from the town. We've bled you, madam. Now go to sleep, and in a day or two, please God, we'll set you on your feet again. Ah, yes. Yes, doctor. Don't let me die, please, please. Why do you talk like that? God bless you. She's in a fever again, I think to myself. I felt her pulse. Yes, she's feverish. She looked at me and then took me by the hand. 
I will tell you why I don't want to die. I will tell you. Now we're alone, and only please don't you, not to anyone. Listen, I bent down. She moved her lips quite to my ear. She touched my cheek with her hair. I confess my head went round. And she began to whisper. I could make nothing of it. Ah, she was delirious. She whispered and whispered, but so quickly, as if it went in Russian. At last she finished, and shivering dropped her head on the pillow, and threatened me with her finger. Remember, doctor, not to anyone. I calmed her somehow, gave her something to drink, waked the servant, and went away. At this point the doctor again took snuff with exasperated energy, and for a moment seemed stupefied by its effects. However, he continued, the next day, contrary to my expectations, the patient was no better. I thought and thought and suddenly decided to remain.